This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Hey, speaking of queens, we've got one here on the show. You can't crown a champion without talking to some royalty about the big game. All hail! Ariel Epstein. All hail! Ariel Epstein. Kneel before your queen. All hail the prop queen. Everyone bows down to the queen. Wait, DC has a stuffed groundhog called Potomac Phil? So we pull out here in DC a dead groundhog and try to predict the next six weeks? God, that might be the worst of all. All right, let's bring in Ariel Epstein. Joining us on the buythephoenix.com guest line, the Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit buythephoenix.com to learn more. You know, Ariel, the prop queen, sports betting host and analyst for points bet, MLB Network, and NBA TV. Well, I definitely trust Ariel over some rando groundhog telling me about the weather over the next month and a half. Ariel, I, I know you're just now looking at the Super Bowl, and you'll probably have more plays as we get closer because we're still 10 days away. But what is maybe a play early on that you like? Thanks for having me on, as always. Can't believe that it's Super Bowl time already in the next week. My favorite play so far is Kansas City in the first half. Their experience, the Chiefs have been there before. Multiple players, including their quarterback, have been at the Super Bowl. The thing with the Eagles, their trend all year has been first half. However, The Eagles are a better first-half team when playing at home. The second-best first-half team in the NFL this year is the Chiefs. The Chiefs drop off in their home road split, not as drastic offensively as it is for the Eagles. The Eagles, I have to double-check the numbers, but they're averaging about five points less per game on the road than they do at home in the first half. I'm staying away from Eagles first half. Going to go with the dog, Kansas City first half. All right, so this is not an official pick, but Ariel, do you have a lean on the actual game? I'm kind of stumped by this one. Like, I have a lean, but I think this is going to be a pretty close game. I like the Chiefs way too much, which is my problem. I have to just warn people, I hate betting the Super Bowl. I just never seem to figure it out. So maybe fade me and bet the Eagles, or maybe this is my year because I'm due. But I just really like the Chiefs, their experience. I don't feel the Eagles have been tested very much throughout the playoffs. They face the Giants team that they obviously know well because they play in the same division. However, didn't feel the Giants were a team that really deserved to be as far as they got. Then you get the Niners that were down to their fourth-string quarterback on the season. I just don't see the Eagles being as battle-tested as the Chiefs were, nonetheless, throughout the entire season, but definitely throughout the playoffs. Oh, my God. Finally, finally someone who is leaning Chiefs like me. We got to mark this down, Chelsea, because everyone we have on this show is Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. So I'm not locking you into that, Ariel, but I tend to lean Kansas City for those very same reasons. We're talking with Ariel Epstein, the prop queen, sports betting host and analyst for PointsBet, MLB Network, and NBA TV. Now, I do know when it comes to this game, you do like an Eagles player and the prop. There's one trend that I've loved all season, and that's the Chiefs being bad against pass-catching running backs. The only running back the Eagles have been utilizing in the, game, in the passing game has been Kenneth Gainwell. 
either bet he's over or fade the Miles Sanders over or fade Miles Sanders in the air because Miles Sanders has gotten maybe one catch in the last six, seven games, which is absolutely crazy because Sanders has really been the, the pass catching back of this Eagles team since he was drafted out of college. However, Gainwell has really taken on that role now. I would bet the over on Gainwell receiving yards or even the over on Gainwell rushing yards. I feel like it's pretty low. Seeing some 16 and a half out there, that's a number that Gainwell has gone over the last two weeks in the playoffs with 48 and 112, had 35 against the Giants in the last week of the season. They have utilized him more in the run game as well. And I could see the Eagles saying, hey, let's throw a few different looks at this Chiefs defense too. Isn't as great against the run, um, and then you would be able to see that Gainwell, oh, Sanders, would switch back and forth and throw a few different offensive looks at them. Yeah, Kenny Gainwell has really come on strong down the stretch. We had Joe G on the show earlier, who is a radio host in Philadelphia, who was talking about Kenneth Gainwell possibly being an X-factor for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Before we get to your NBA plays, I want to ask you something because I trust your opinion as a handicapper, and plus you've been in the business for a while. How much does line movement change your opinion on the Super Bowl? Because this is a little different than regular season games. We have two weeks. You're going to have a lot of casual betters. Do you change your opinion based on line movement, or do you just stick, stick to what you initially thought and what your reads are telling you? When it comes to the game itself, I don't change my opinion based on Super Bowl line movement. However, props, they are indicators because you'll see – big money come in on certain props that will move the market. You're going to see these props move a lot. I give a lot, a lot of advice to people saying, you really want to know? Snapchat, snapshot the different props right now and see how they change a week from today. When it comes to the game, there are just so many people that are betting big money on the Super Bowl. There's only two sides to choose from. The only time that I care about line movement in games is in regular seasons because if you're going to get a full board and you see some crazy reverse line movement on some game nobody's watching or cares about in the public eye, that's when you could say, oh, okay, that's a little fishy. Not in the Super Bowl, though. Everyone's watching. Ariel, okay, let's shift to the NBA here. And we've got, it looks like, the Bulls and the Hornets tonight. We talked about betting a side on this game, which is difficult to do. But what do you think about Zach Levine? I know you like a prop on him. He's one of the best three-point shooters on Chicago. I'd take his over on threes. Levine's averaging just over two threes a game when he's up against bottom 10 three-point defenses, averaging just over 20 points per game in those spots. I like that Charlotte is the 10th highest three-point percentage allowed to their opponents. Levine should have a good day from outside, and DeRozan and Patrick Williams should also have decent offensive games tonight, but obviously with DeRozan, your number gets too high. Levine is where the biggest edge is in this game on his over threes. All right, so sticking in the association, it looks like you have a play on Nikola Jokic tonight. The MVP, the last three years, Nikola Jokic has averaged just over 27 points a game in his last 13 games, including the playoffs against the Warriors. His points up 25 and a half. I like Jokic to go over that. At home, five games in the last three years against Golden State, again, including the playoffs, averaged just over 30 points a game. Now, my only concern here, and this is the reason I'm not betting the number early, is because the Warriors have a very good chance after a really close game last night of sitting their players. And if they do sit Steph Curry, Draymond Green, or any of these starters, that doesn't really motivate Jokic to play the full game. Nonetheless, potentially a blowout. 
then I would probably stay off this game because our luck, we bet the over on Jokic 25 and a half. He gets pulled from the game with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Then Jokic ends up with 25 points because we just needed one and he didn't need to play anymore. That's my concern. Otherwise, if there are some starters in, especially Steph Curry, make sure to bet the over on 25 and a half points for Nikola Jokic, who clearly just seems to step up his game a ton when he gets this Warriors team. Ariel, I know there's a trend on Desmond Bain that you like. We don't have a number yet, but what's the trend or something that you're following here? No number yet because we're on a back-to-back and Bain just came off of injury, missed a few games. However, if you ever get the Memphis Grizzlies shooting guard Desmond Bain against a team that struggles against the three, you have to bet his over on his three-point props. Desmond Bain is averaging four three-pointers a game against teams that are bottom 10 in the league against the three. He's averaging just below 23 points per game in those spots. Cleveland, fourth highest three-point percentage allowed. I just saw the Cavaliers in the garden last week. Julius Randle had like six or seven threes in the first quarter against this Cleveland defense. Go with the Desmond Bain over threes. Again, it's just going to be one of those spots where we sit and wait and hope he plays the second leg of a back-to-back. She is the prop queen, Ariel Epstein. Check her out as a sports betting host and analyst for Points Bet, MLB Network, and NBA TV, the prop queen herself. Ariel, thank you so much. Thank you. Good luck. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.